Welcome back, everyone, to our live coverage of the qualifiers for the 2020 SingStar Tournament. For Cadence Idol News Network, I'm Melody Parsons. It feels like we say this every year, but SingStar just continues to get even bigger and more exciting every year. It's bizarre to think it almost didn't happen this year. As viewers may remember, we had a bit of a scare earlier in the year about a virus that might shut down all live events. And I'm sure we're all very relieved that didn't happen. We wouldn't want the spectacular event we've been enjoying this weekend to be cancelled for any reason. Kudos to our superpower-enhanced medical system. It truly is like something out of a fantasy world. But enough about that. It's time to check in with some of our next qualifying matches. We happen to have a very convenient structure we can follow this afternoon because it seems that all members of the Fort McNally Idol group Rhythmics are starting their matches right around now. As such, we'll be jumping back and forth between these matches as they progress and giving you our usual high-quality recaps of all the action. And now I'm receiving word that over at the Moonbeam Lounge, we have Rhythmics vocalist Violence Violet, in association with Rain Shadow Records, who is just now beginning a matchup with up-and-coming idol tube sensation Selena Tsukino. We join the match in progress as we see a dazzling outfit change for Violence Violet, a bit more punk rock than you might have seen in viral videos from Rhythmics earlier this fall. Very curious what might have sparked this change. Selena does not look phased by this display in the slightest, though, folks. In fact, she looks ready to respond in kind as the music kicks into gear here. Strap in, all you lovely viewers at home. It's time for the show. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is Selena's going to start activating her shape shifting and change her look and her outfit at the same time to like match the pop punk. And now she's like black and pink, like a jacket resting on top. And she has like dark makeup with kind of like fiery vibes and her hair gets like little black highlights. And yeah, so she's just kind of like changing to the tone of the song. All right. That definitely sounds like it would impress some people. So go ahead and roll superior for that. Yeah, we'll do. Here we go. Eight. All right. On a seven to nine, you can name one NPC present. Uh, the named NPCs must either volunteer help or information, express admiration, or ask for your help. In this case, express admiration probably makes the most sense here. So who do you think is cheering the loudest for this happening? I feel like it would be fun to grab one of the fans from the school and get them to hype about me. Yeah, no, I, I like that. <laughs> I think you see someone in a Rhythmics t-shirt who is also like, they've got kind of like that that dark makeup punk vibe. <laughs> and they were here for Vivi, but they also really like your look. And now they're, especially because your audience is so supportive of both contestants, this Rhythmics stan is like, oh my God, whoa, you're so cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, you can also take a special move that we're using for this tournament, uh, which is dance like you want to win. 
This move is adapted from our Fun in the Sun move from the beach episode, which in turn was adapted from the Surf and Science move, originally written by friend of the show Joel Ruiz from Critical Bits, aka Twiddle, aka Hercules. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way this works is each player will use this move every time you make a regular move in the match, and it will be used to keep track of scores and give out bonuses or extra effects that players can use to mess with their opponents. The move text is as follows. When you make a move during a competition in which you are being judged, roll that move as normal. If no formal move fits what you're trying to do, justify to the GM which stat best fits the situation and roll based on that instead. In either case, on a hit, gain one cool point and one option from the following list. On a 10+, choose an additional option. The options are Gain one additional cool point. Subtract one cool point from an opponent. Give one of your cool points to someone else. You rattle your opponent, inflict one condition. Or, you are filled with determination, remove one condition. And note that you, you can't use this to remove a condition you just got within the last round that's cheating. On a miss, you lose one cool point. And the winner of this competition is the one who has the most cool points at the end of the match. So, for Alexis, you got an 8 on your time for the show roll, so you will also be getting an 8 for your dance like you want to win. And for that, you get your one default cool point, and you also get to choose one option from the list. Go ahead. Cool. I am going to just take an additional cool point. I don't want to rattle violence violence. Sure. It's too early <laughs> for that. Early. And uh, I don't have a condition, so I don't need determination. <laughs> sure, sure. Alright, so that you're sitting pretty. You made a very strong first impression as you change your look and you start in hard on the song right off the bat. Vivi, how are you starting off this number? I'm just going to start with singing the number, keeping my focus aggressively on Selena, but focusing on the song. Not taking any directly aggressive moves, but like building up to that. Yeah, sure. Um, if you're not making like a specific masks move, then you can also just roll dance like you win a win by itself. Yeah, I think that's what I'm doing to start. I'm this is a savior. Yeah, that sounds like a dance like you want to win with savior. That's our performing music stat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days we'll get the super idols hack going and mm -hmm. get real stats. <laughs> Twelve. Ooh, Full hit. Nice. Yeah, so I think your vocal performance is absolutely stellar. You've been preparing the heck out of yourself for this, and it is paying off in this moment with a right-out-the-gate solid technical performance, and combined with your look, it's just very suited to the song as well. So you get one cool point, and then you got two options from the list. I'm going to gain an additional cool point and rattle my opponent, because... I'm trying to be intimidating in how confident and on point I am. Like, not even doing any fancy, you know, super idle stuff. I'm just rocking it. Mm -hmm. Certainly your family is enjoying this, and Alice is, like, supporting mm -hmm. the heck out of you. But again, if you look up to where Mary is, she's smiling again more at this, seeing that your, your training is paying off right off the bat like this, and maybe even thinks, like, oh, the outfit changes just for the song. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Fantastic. So I guess I'll mark insecure because you rattled me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be a little insecure. Like, oh, dang, she might actually beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. But, like, she's she's excited, but she's insecure about her own ability to win. Mm-hmm. 
But of course, she's not going to go easy or hyperfixate on that. I'm going to try to distract or trick you with my dancing. I want to try to make it look like you're following me. I'm going to try to right, take the angle so I'm moving in a way that I'm like trying to get you to follow me instead of following like your own flow so that it looks like now I'm taking charge here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you watching closely? I love it. Uh-huh. 11. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this is going to fool everybody for at least as long as you're doing this move for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think she's like pulling on like the ribbon and moving with her. She's really making it look collaborative, but like making sure that she's making the forward steps like move at me, like you can swing your sword, but I'm gonna move. Like I'm trying to control the way that you are like shifting with me and I am going to pick three from my list. Mm. I want to expose a weakness or flaw. Uh, I think the the biggest weakness here is that Vivi is absolutely like splitting her attention between paying attention to you and paying attention to Mary Rain up in the audience. And maybe that's why this sort of misleading worked so well is putting on a show of being totally focused, but is, is splitting her attention. Very good. So good. Uh, <laughs> I want to avoid further entanglement, but how I want that to look is basically just like that it is working. She's not going to get hit during this move. Like obviously you can mm-hmm. roll and attack her. Yeah. You're also going to invo- avoid literal entanglement because you are using stand-up mics and there there are cords on the stage. <laughs> I'm maneuvering the actual entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I guess I'll take the opportunity. Sure. Yeah, if you're leading anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The opportunity is just this, I guess. And then for my dance like you want to win, I'm going to take away one of your cool points and gain one cool point. Ooh. Yes. The drama. That's yeah. what this move is for. <laughs> and and it, I think it fits like what is happening, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. improving my own look. Yeah. You're establishing the stage hierarchy. Yes. And yeah, Selena will remember this on the division on, on who she's paying attention to <laughs> for the, her next. Yeah, I think you probably even recognize Mary Rain because she's a very, very popular idol. It's like breathtaking enough that she's even here. Yeah, so I definitely am like sussing out like what is the connection there while violence does her next move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vivi. Maybe hasn't caught on to the fact that she's being led around, but realizes that they're both sort of walking around navigating, you know, the cables and stuff on the stage together and decides to be more aggressive and holds the sword back and with her other hand reaches out. And again, the sleeve on her jacket, which, you know, if you were to take a close look at it is like basket woven ribbons that just, you know, look like a a black sleeve that glows purple and comes unraveled again. And three or four ribbons shoot out trying to tangle or trip up your feet. And I'm going to be rolling to directly engage a threat. Ooh, Ooh, that... All that right. is still a hit, but that the minus one bumped it to a nine. Yeah, the minus one did matter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you get one option off the directly engaged list. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take something. I'm going to take Selena's, like, balance, her, her steady footing. I, not knock you over necessarily, but make you visibly have trouble staying up while this is happening. Sure. Yeah, she, she stumbles a little, is having a hard time getting back her footing while this is happening. Yeah, and again, you get those oohs in the audience because that was not like, <laughs> like you're allowed to sabotage your opponent. That's part of the rules. Um, <laughs> but certainly, like, it's still, again, drama when someone does that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of the people who live for the drama are definitely giving Vivi likes for that. Um, and what other option would you like from Dance Like You Want to Win? Oh, I've got to subtract one cool point from my opponent. Yes, absolutely. Great. Still closes the gap. Mm-hmm. Close enough, anyway. Yeah. Well, I think I know what Selena wants to do in retaliation. Mm. It's time to provoke someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's looking at Violence Violet and grins. You know, the real star of the show is here. You don't need to pay attention to her. And she'll look up to her. Not like Moiner head. Don't think I didn't notice. I know when a girl's attention's divided. And winks. <laughs> I want all your attention on me. Mm. Uh, yeah, and that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to make it where you stop caring about her and start focusing only on her because she would rather lose with you at your best. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like that. Well, definitely roll superior and see how successful you are at drawing it. Yeah. Let's provoke. (laughs) That seems very appropriate. (laughs) Okay. So for PCs on a 10 plus, you have both of the following incentives to worry about. If you do what your opponent wants, um, well, in this case, team isn't a factor, so I'll just give you a plus one on your next move if you do it. And if you don't do it, please mark a condition. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I think yeah, Vivi again like has a sort of subtle blush and says, "All right, you you deserve my full attention." And maybe just like shifts her stance so she's not standing in the like facing one way, but also facing the stage way that that you know actors on stage tend to take. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you get your your one cool point, Selena. And what other two options would you like? I want to give a cool point to Violence Violet and take it for myself, too. Oh, interesting. Uh, I am. Yeah. Uh, pay attention to me. Now I'm now I'm like, yeah, we're both awesome. <laughs> pay attention to the star of the show. Oh, God. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I think you don't see Mary Rain frown as you turn kind of away from her and the rest of the audience. Um, we'll just we'll talk a little bit less about what her reactions are for a while. <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. Well, well, we have a very interesting start to this afternoon's matches. Selena seemed to take an early lead by, well, literally leading Violet's Violet around the stage for a bit there. However, Violet had a quick and skillful retaliation with her ribbons that's gotten the crowd very excited. Still, it seems Violet's attention may not be fully where it needs to be for her to come out on top in this match. Can Selena retake that leading presence on the stage? Stay tuned, we'll check in with this match again for more highlights soon. For now, let's go to the second match in our Rhythmics Afternoon special. Heading on over to the Cadence Maker Studio, we are just about to start a match between Rhythmix's social media diva Queen Bee and bright-eyed country newcomer The Blue Stallion. Or... Sorry, is he a newcomer? Uh, yeah. I could swear I've seen that face somewhere before. Huh. Well, you see a lot of new faces covering the idol scene, it could just be my imagination. Regardless, newcomer or not, we could very well see great things from the Blue Stallion today. We of course saw a tremendous performance yesterday from his stage partner, Coyote Kate. So if Blue Stallion can bring anywhere near the levels of charm and talent we saw from Canada's new favorite werewolf, 
he'll be in a very strong position. He is of course the underdog in this matchup with Queen Bee though. She's an expert at managing her image and creating buzz with her dance skills. And we've seen her hashtag Hive out in full force at the studio this afternoon. It'll be a challenge for Blue Stallion to avoid getting stung by this loyal fan army. That said, who doesn't love an underdog story? Let's move to our coverage inside the Maker Studio to see how this plays out. As you look out over everything, you can see an array of small sets scattered throughout the area. Most of them consist of just like a simple little backdrop, some foreground elements, and a small selection of costumes and props to play with. You're obviously kind of encouraged to like mix and match these as you see fit. And the types of sets available include, but are not limited to, a beach, a forest, coffee shop, desert, rock climbing wall, fashion runway, a room full of stuffed animals, a surrealist Salvador Dali-like space, and a western-style saloon. Everywhere there are cameras ready to take pictures and shoot video as you compose scenes with the elements available, and up on the back wall behind the main staging area there are two large screens that show off what each competitor's active camera sees, so the audience can better judge your compositions. Alright. So... You both stand at opposite ends of the warehouse. Uh, you can just barely see each other between like all the various things that stand between you, but you can see just enough of each other. And as the announcement counts down, you hit three, two, one, begin! Yeah, alright, um, so Blue definitely makes a, pun intended, beeline <laughs> for, um, maybe like the saloon one is closer to him, um, and he goes up to that one immediately, and do we have, like, control over, like, lighting and stuff like that in those little areas? Definitely, like, there's some lights uh, around the set itself that you can modify, and also there'll be, like, techs who are, like, following what you're doing and kind of automatically adjusting as you go. Yeah, I think he makes it a sort of like a moody tone, uh, like evening sort of sunset colors. And he, you said it's like kind of like a TikTok thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do either a still photo or like a short looping video, whatever you prefer. Gotcha. I think he does a photo then for this one. Yeah, like sitting at the bar, elegantly posed. Like he's very like big guy, but he, he very clearly has like a sense of elegance to him and like knows how to like hold himself. And he, yeah, he sort of, he poses, what should I roll for this? Uh, this seems like a straight dance like you want to win to me. Like, since it's not directly interfering with your opponent or using your powers, you're just straight up using the environment. So I would have you roll with whatever stat you think is most relevant to this, what you're doing. Yeah, he's going for the glamour shot to warm up. All right. Just in case anybody missed, he can post this to his Instagram be like, hey guys, tune in. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would probably be a superior in that case, since you're trying to look your best and look better than your competition. Okay, okay. (gasps) Nice! All right, right. yeah, so he definitely does, like, yeah, sort of, like, 
sunset lighting in the saloon where he's sitting alone with like a glass of whiskey. It's apple juice. He's 17. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's allowing real alcohol on these sets. (laughs) He's not allowed to vote, much less drink, but it's, yeah, it's like apple juice with like some some, uh, pieces of ice in it. And he's like, it's very like, Blue Stallion has sort of like a um, heartthrob sort of appeal to him. Like his persona is very much the uh, like, affable very sweet boy you want to like hold your hand while you walk into the sunset together (laughs) sort of flashy uh, homegrown country boy yeah very wholesome vibe and so yeah he's he's definitely playing with the fact that he knows he's a bit of a heartthrob and it's very it's very good apparently given the Mm -hmm. 10 that i got (laughs) yeah it's a very good picture people like it so with your with your 10 (laughs) not only do you get the cool point that you get on a successful hit. You can also choose two options from the Dance Like You Want to Win list. I don't know if Rattle Your Opponent inflict one condition. I don't know that that would necessarily go with what I'm doing, but I want to do it. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you think, Luca? Would, that, would something like that rattle Queen Bee? Would his poise strike you as like, oh... <laughs> Are you surprised? I think I think it would because uh, she's never done this sort of thing before, and you would look like you actually you've done it before and you're good at it. Yeah, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I said in the green room like, "Oh, this is my first, uh, you know, big uh, thing like this." But I'm, the moment I get in there, I pose like I've been modeling my <laughs> entire life. Yeah, you're that guy that before the test say, I didn't study, I I don't know anything, and then just... (laughs) Yeah, they're done in 20 minutes. Sure. So yeah, you can definitely um, inflict a condition on Queen Bee. uh, Which which condition would you like to inflict? Mm, Insecure. Sounds good. All right. Let's go ahead and mark insecure there. That's not even strategic. I think it's just the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, fair. I think it makes the most sense, too. Um, And what would you like for your second option? I'll get an additional cool point. All right. So that brings you up to two cool points. What you did was extremely cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting so many likes on Instagram. Yeah, you've got like just hearts exploding out on your screen on the back wall above you. Yeah, he he definitely after like they do like a couple of shots and then he looks up to the crowd, like makes eye contact with somebody and winks. There's a little ding sound effect. (laughs) somebody like doesn't like really faint but they like swoon for Mm -hmm. effect yeah like it's the anime thing where their face fills up with red (laughs) (laughs) and and you don't know karen obviously but like she's up there as well and she's doing like she doesn't want to cheer for you but even she's like oh my god he's so cool he's beautiful (laughs) he's kind of cute but she has two light sticks in hand and they were both yellow but one of them briefly shifts to blue before shifting back to yellow. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know Karen is ace, but I feel like she, at least in this moment, has an aesthetic appreciation. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she has an extreme appreciation for idols of all kinds. Yes. Alright. That's my move. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, and how is Queen Bee managing in the meanwhile? Hmm. I think Queen Bee is going to pick the runway, and uh, I think she wants to go for, instead of the picture, she wants to go for the iconic short video. So I'm going to address the audience directly. So before we start, is anybody here by any chance allergic to bees? (laughs) (laughs) You get the audience a little confused and like a couple people raise their hands. I raise my hands and and have the bees warm around me. 
Well, you know who to vote for then. <laughs> oh, so you're provoking your audience. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I love that. Oh, that's that. great. <laughs> okay, so you get to roll. First, you roll your provoke someone. So you're trying to provoke your audience and, like, people who are allergic to bees to vote for you. <laughs> Just look like a. Please? Yes. All right, so that's a seven. Nice. <laughs> oh, this could be fun. I think I'll take they stumble. So I think a, a few of those people who raise their hands kind of scramble for their phones like, oh no. <laughs> and they start putting <laughs> likes into your side of the screen. And that's going to be a plus one forward against your audience the next time you address them. Perfect. Like, it's not as many likes as you would hoped. I think that's the mm-hmm. mixed success of it. It's not like beating out blue right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. <laughs> so with that, you get your one cool point and you get one more option. Okay, one cool point And then... Hmm. I am filled with determination. Remove one condition. All right. So I think, yeah, as as the more that you're on the runway, you you get some of that confidence back. Yeah, I can do this. You're no longer insecure. Mm -hmm. Dang it. This is what I was hoping would happen by adding (laughs) those mechanics to this move. (laughs) Juggling conditions back and forth. All right. Yes, the current score as it stands is uh, Blue Stallion 2, Queen B1. So the audience is still mainly on Blue Stallion's side at this point. Blue Stallion, what are you doing next to either expand upon what you're doing right now or do something new? He's the baby face. Of course they're rooting for him. <laughs> of course. Uh, he even has a bit of a baby face. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even some of the audience members are starting to boo Queen Bee as she's making this obvious <laughs> show of, like, threatening to take votes away from Blue Stallion. <laughs> Music to my ears. And threatening to murder the audience with bee allergies. <laughs> with bee stings. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, he maybe does a short video and he breaks into one of his songs and his musical style is very much like Western, like ballad. Think like Orville Peck, but with like violin in the back. Um, so I, I, this would be like dance like you want to win. I think rolling freak because he's using his powers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're using your powers, this would be. Basically, you're rolling to unleash your powers, and then we'll decide your dance like you want to win based on the success of your unleash. Okay. All right, nine. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no team available in these matchups, so there's no pushing that to a, su- a full success. Kate is in the audience, my, my bandmate. <laughs> oh, true, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, I don't think she can help, though. <laughs> yeah, not really, not from this distance, yeah. other than continuing to cheer for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, so you get on a seven to nine, you get to either mark a condition or the GM will let you know how this effect is unstable or temporary. Which would you prefer? I think mark a condition because I was saying earlier, I don't know whether or not Blue is afraid of bees. And I think this partial success has established that he's a little afraid of bees. And that's why it wasn't a full success. (laughs) Some of the bees are starting to swarm out a little further from Queen Bee's part of the arena getting a little closer now yeah it's distracting he doesn't have a phobia and he's not allergic i think they probably would have screened for that yeah that makes sense yeah when you filled out your personality quizzes or whatever there definitely would have been like a list for like medical conditions and allergies and whatnot yeah yeah he probably got like stung as a little kid and they've scared him ever since (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) mood (laughs) yeah so yeah I think, yeah, mark a condition. I guess afraid. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But otherwise, your singing will go off without a hitch, and you will get one more cool point, and you can choose one option off of the Dance Like You Want to Win list. 
Um, I think I'm going to gain an additional cool point showing off my powers a little bit. So the way his powers work is he sort of, if you've watched My Hero Academia, you know, like present mic, he sort of has that like voice amplifying power in that like he doesn't need a mic. He can just sing and be heard from very far distances. He's not like rattling the stage right now, but he's definitely singing loud enough that the audience can feel that resonance in their chest. Oh, wow. And Queen Bee can definitely feel it as well. It's like almost like it creates like an ASMR type feeling where you get kind of like chills through your whole body as he's singing. Just that low hum and resonance. Yeah. He's definitely got a very bassy voice when he sings. It's like a bit lower than his speaking voice, actually. Yeah, the audience is way into that. Like the people who know who Blue Stallion is, we're waiting for this to happen and they're so here for it. And the people who weren't expecting it are like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. And they'll like spike again. So I'm at four cool points because they're mm-hmm. like, whoa. <laughs> it, yeah, it creates that resonance you get when like you're like standing, not right next to, but like near a speaker that's playing very loud. Oh, mm-hmm. that, But that. minus the blowing your ears out part. <laughs> For yeah. now. Yeah, and, and I should probably say, like, the way, like, they've probably set up the powerproof barriers for this specific match is, like, they'll let the sound and the vibrations go through to a point, but if it mm-hmm. reaches, like, a dangerous decibel level, then they'll start muffling the sound for the audience. For the audience. For the audience. <laughs> Not for B. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, B, you are still on the fashion runway. Your bees are dancing around you and starting to fan out closer to mm-hmm. Blue Stallion. How would you like to continue from here? <laughs> I think I'm going to serve a few looks. Uh, do some poses, strut up and down the runway. Maybe do a couple change of clothes. And possibly like use my bees like uh, as a shawl or something like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I love that. Especially since now I can have my bees light up. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So it can get extremely showy. I love that. Yeah. And you're going to get a plus one on this because we said that you would from your provoke. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like this is just going to be a straight dance like you want to win. Okay. Because you're still not directly engaging with Blue Stallion. Uh, do you think this is more of a superior or a freak? Ooh, good question. The attitude is definitely superior, but it is based on your powers. I think it's probably still going to be superior, just since, like, serving looks is all about being superior. Oh, yeah. Okay, so superior plus one? Yes. Perfect. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, even if you'd rolled freak, that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a four, everybody. How unfortunate. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that is, unfortunately, you lose one cool point. Yeah, so I go to zero. I think uh, I overcharge the bees. They they light up too much and the whole thing doesn't work. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) They just, like, confuse each other with all the light, I guess? Yeah, and, like, it's too much light for the cameras. Oh, yeah, so you you blow out your shots and that's, like, the whole point. Like, this is for the shots, not for just for the audience that's here. Hmm. It's for the gram. Yeah, like anybody watching on the live stream is not getting a great view of this. Mm-hmm. They're just going to go right back over to blue. Unfortunately, yes. So that puts Queen Bee back down to zero cool points. Oh, how unfortunate. Yeah, and Karen looks at you kind of sadly from the audience like, oh no, <laughs> and tries to cheer a bit for you. But she's looking a little like restless, like she knows she has to go soon. Ooh. Hmm. 
Well, this is not good, but it's okay. I can get back up. No problem. Looks like we have a promising start to this underdog story so far. Blue Stallion is taking a strong early lead after a striking first composition and a bassy performance we could almost feel back here at CINN Studios. Queen Bee made a confident provocation to the audience but was unfortunately not able to back that up with a skillful video composition. Her signature disco bees might be working for the studio audience, but livestream viewers are definitely not enjoying the reduced visibility on camera. We will check back in on this match a little later. In the meanwhile, let's head on over to one of my personal favorite venues of the tournament, the Mirror Ball. This venue can of course shift its interiors to enhance whatever kinds of super idle performances it needs to. And today, the Mirror Ball will be very much living up to its name. The two contestants this afternoon both specialize in light-based magic, and the staff at SingStar have really amped up the chrome and other reflective surfaces in there today. The contestants we'll be seeing on this stage are Rhythmix's newest member, Trixie and the new darling of Idle Talk, Radiant Tiara. If Rhythmix went into the previous match as the one to beat, it seems that Trixie may be the underdog here. Both idols are relatively new, but Radiant Tiara does, of course, have a fast-growing following as her songs and dances surge in popularity on Idle Talk. Not having seen Trixie perform solo before, we really do not know what to expect from her. However, given the quality that we've seen from the rest of Rhythmix so far, that probably speaks well to her talents. We are told that she specializes in rap and R&B, which will be very interesting to see pitted against Tiara's bubblegum pop. We will see which of them the mirror ball reflects as its winner today. Let's take a look and see what's going on inside. The staffers come and grab the, the both of you, but not literally, they, they just lead you out into the arena area and you get your, your first good look at how the arena has been morphed to suit your needs. Since the both of you do rely a lot on light and visual powers, the walls of this arena are now made of angled mirrors and chrome, and above you is a sea of hanging crystals and prisms that refract light and color in some very pretty ways. Uh, Trixie, this is actually somewhat similar to your ideal staging that you saw in the psychic space with Kelvin, just all shining silver and reflective surfaces everywhere. It looks amazing with your outfit as well. Love that for me. Um, I definitely do like a quick little check in some of the mirrors as we pass. Um, I think if it's just her and like whoever's guiding her, I actually do think she'd like goof off a little bit and do like twirls and stuff while they're still backstage. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely also some areas that are designed to make that like infinity mirror effect where it just looks like you're staring off into forever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, nothing she's never seen before. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this is certainly going to be something that I think both of you can take advantage of in your own ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as you're led out into the arena, you also see behind the 
barrier out on the one side, you see the live studio audience. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Being a relatively small venue, the audience is relatively small as well, but you still have a pretty packed house, all things considered. And both of you, um, the most important people that you expected to be there are there. So for Trixie, that is, of course, your mom and dad, Gabrielle and Andre are both there. They cheer very loud for you as soon as you enter the arena. You also have your siblings who very recently learned about your identity as Trixie and are more than excited to also support you here. I think they're certainly different levels of exuberance just because they're not all very, (laughs) they're not all very loud people. Yeah. (laughs) But you can see that even like, even though say like Teo and Ren are quieter people, they're very much clapping for you and making as as much noise as they're comfortable making for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Tony and Ava are just like going wild. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, upon seeing them like, do a little wink and like flick one of my fingers so a bunch of sparkles like start to appear around me as I like look over particularly at like Ava and Tony because you know they're younger so yeah Ava squeals and she's like so happy like (laughs) oh my god you're so cool Lucia and she doesn't know to use your idol name but (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fine she's a small child (laughs) You also have, in addition to your family, you also have, like, a couple, like, just general rhythmics stands from your school who, like, don't know a lot about you, but they know that you're part of the group and they want to come, like, support. All right. Come on, mixers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they're doing, like, the, that X motion that we never use, but that we should use more often. Yes. They're definitely doing that. And we've used it so many times. But we over the past recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they are also basing some competition for, like, gestures in the crowd from the tiara stands in the audience. And they are very much trying to make it known that they are tiara stands, where the mixers have their X cross that they have in front of their chests. The Lady Tia fans are holding their hands up above their heads in, like, kind of a wide oval shape that mimics the shape of a cat eye. And they also have a lot of, like, that cat eye merch, similar to the stuff that Tia is wearing. So, like pins and shirts and signs and flags that all have this like this big cat eye it kind of looks like Ayumi you you had described it to me as looking like the cat eye for the musical cats (laughs) yes (laughs) but just more cute Mm -hmm. generally yeah 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 just bigger and wider and more cartoony yeah (laughs) and most of the people here who are cheering for Tiara are of that sort, like people who are clearly Idol Talk fans. There is one person who is calling Tiara's name who looks like she doesn't fit in very much. Like, she's an older woman with kind of graying black hair who doesn't look like she understands this all very well, but is nonetheless supporting Tiara all the same. And you also see, um, as you look at the audience, the venue staff are starting to hand out pairs of sunglasses to the people in the audience because the staff here know what your powers are and they know that power barriers alone are not going to protect people's eyes from bright flashes of light. There has also been a general audience warning issued for this performance about possible flashing and strobing effects. So no worries (laughs) about anybody with like (laughs) epilepsy or anything. Very fair, very fair. (laughs) And lastly... There is a fancy holographic projection over the back wall that displays your names and a space for scores, which are both set to zero at the moment. Oh, one thing that I was going to ask, should we shift labels? I forgot to ask that earlier. Oh, right. I was going to ask you about that, too. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that uh, Tiara won't get a label shift because I'm assuming that Ayumi, you built your character with the stats that you wanted to start with. Yes. But I'll, I'll allow Trixie to take a label shift to represent her transformation before the show. Okay, cool. I'm going to move Mundane down and Savior up. All right. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> And as the final announcements leading to the beginning of the match happen, there is a countdown on the holographic projection behind you, and the countdown starts to reach three, two, one, and the match begins. And at that point, you hear music kick in, which is like a high-energy, high-bass club track, essentially. Basically, what mm-hmm. they've they put in is something that's poppy enough for Tiara, but something with enough of a beat that Trixie can get a decent flow going if she wants to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And either of you is free to take the first move. Whichever of you has an idea first, basically. I think the way that Tiara would start is, uh, of course, she would have been greeting the audience and everything, and probably right away... Trixie would notice that she speaks to her audience in a mix of both English and Japanese. But as the match actually begins, she's just going to do uh, just some dancing, but she's clearly not actually utilizing any powers yet. Sure. If you want to call that your first move, I can probably just give you like a straight up dance like you want to win without any other move attached to it. Okay. So then you can start building your cool points right away. Mm -hmm. So you can roll Mm -hmm. that based on whatever stat you feel is most appropriate for that. Hmm. Well, gosh, I don't know which would be best, actually, because she's not using her powers. Honestly, I would say probably, despite the fact that this is a bad stat for you, it sounds like a mundane roll because it's a very, like, social thing that you're doing. That makes sense, yeah. Great, so I will roll mundane. Let's see if I can figure this out in the thing. Oh, Oh. no! (laughs) Whoops. That, that did not a, work. <laughs> yeah, that is a five, unfortunately. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so hmm. it might be just because of her nerves, you know, like it's her first time doing this completely alone. And uh, despite the big audience, you know, she's very nervous. <laughs> yeah, like I think you're probably actually like tripping over your words more than you normally would for a video where you're in a controlled space where it's more... Like, you know how everything works. You know you're comfortable there. This is an unknown environment. This is all strange. Also unedited, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're you're stumbling more than usual, and it's (laughs) you're getting off to a rockier start than you'd like, essentially. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you do not gain a cool point for this. And I'm going to have to mark insecure. That's okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so I don't think Trixie is going to prey on that just yet. She has some decency. (laughs) (laughs) Decency or strategy, you tell me. Mm. She is also going to hold back because, like, she's heard that this girl has light powers. Everybody around here is, like, really into these cat's eyes. And that's really, really weird. (laughs) So, okay, odd. But I think what she's going to do is she's going to herself kind of like start improvising like a little dance to the beat of the music, probably like clapping her hands, trying to get the crowd to start clapping. 
And as soon as like some other people start to clap, I think she's going to basically cause like a little split and create two clones of herself to kind of like rile them up even more and get even more people clapping to like on her side. You know what I mean? Sure. That sounds like it might be a provoke as well. Uh, Or do you want it to just be like a straight dance like you want to win as well? I was going to say provoke or like like superior as well, because like Trixie's 100% doing the thing that Radiant Tiara was doing, but it's like, I'm going to do it better. Watch this. Mm-hmm. This is how you actually rile up a crowd. That's definitely like the vibe. So I would say it's kind of provoke someone or sure. provoking the crowd. Yeah. So basically you're going to roll provoke someone and take whatever normal results come from that. And then we'll follow the cool point rules according to Dance Like You Want to Win. All right, I got a nine. Nine. Not bad, not bad, not bad. So I think probably you're you're getting the crowd going. They're really getting into it. And you're even starting to get Lady Tia's fans into it is the thing. And they, they realize yeah. that they're being won over by this other person. And they're like, oh, God, what are we doing? <laughs> but they've already <laughs> given you some likes. So you're already gaining some ground here. Awesome. Excellent. Love that. All right, so for Dance Like You Want to Win on a hit, you get one cool point. Woohoo! And you also get one option from the list on that move. Um, I will gain an additional cool point. All right. So that is two cool points for Trixie. Hey. All right. Tiara, how do you feel about this? About, like, you're not doing quite as well as you thought you would here, and Trixie is already starting to win over some of your fans. How do you take to that? Hmm. Yeah, I would say that Tara's definitely now quite visibly a bit nervous, but now she's really determined to actually start to utilize her powers. Um, And I did have one question. So obviously there are lots of mirrors everywhere, but uh, what about like the actual lights themselves? Uh, There's a lot of standard stage lights everywhere for sure. Um, And I think there's also some dedicated like pin lights and whatnot that are like aimed kind of at like the various crystals and prisms above you so that they can refract in interesting ways. Hmm. Okay, so I think what Tiara's gonna do is uh, she's probably gonna start actually singing, but before she starts singing, she's gonna try to start to steal some of the lights from Trixie's side. Oh, so you're effectively trying to spotlight yourself by de-spotlighting someone else. Yes. All right, that exactly. sounds good. So I think that sounds like an unleash your powers. Uh, so you would roll that with Freak? Freak, okay. Ooh, eight, okay. All right, eight. so on an eight, that means you can either mark a condition or I can tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Which would you prefer? Hmm, I think at this point, probably go with something unstable about it. Sure. This would be a good thing to have just be temporary, just since, like, it's a lighting effect and lighting effects don't have to be constant. So I think it works just fine for a little while, and you you successfully throw Trixie's side of the stage into shadow for a little while, just long enough to let you highlight a bit of the song as you sing it and gain you some more likes and cheers for yourself. So you can take a cool point for that. And you can also take one option off of the list for Dance Like You Want to Win. Well, since I can't remove my condition quite yet, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I would probably want to inflict a condition. Sure. Since you're making a direct move against your opponent, that would make sense. She also hasn't seen this, like, this is a particular power of her she's never used very much on 
uh, idol talk itself. Sure. Like she uses her light magic, but she doesn't show herself taking away light, which is like her main power. Mm. So, so which condition would you like to inflict on Trixie? Hmm. Or if you don't have a specific one, you can let uh, Liv choose as well. Oh yeah, I think maybe Liv should choose because I'm not sure which would be best. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say afraid because I kind of mentioned how like she was nervous before and now it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, okay, what is this? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I think the effect doesn't last terribly long. So uh, by the time, Trixie, that you've had time to react to this and take it in, uh, the light probably comes back on your side of the stage. Okay, that's perfect because I too would like to unleash my powers. Sure. Because I think, like, she's panicking a little bit as this is going. And like I said, she gets this, like, fear of, like, okay, okay, oh, gosh, okay. But I think, like, as the lights come and Tia is, like, finishing the verse that they're singing, I think that Trixie's going to try to bend and flash the light. Obviously not enough to, like, be a dangerous flashbang, but, like, when a light first hits a disco ball, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, like, since her illusions are based off of magic. I think even like her um, clones had started to fade. So when she, if I actually do this successfully, (laughs) um, let me roll before I like keep describing this. Sure. (laughs) Let's see how actually cool this ends up being. Cause this is cool as hell in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm going to roll to unleash my powers. (laughs) Let's go. All right. I got a 12. Okay. So it's like the lights start to fade and the illusions start to fade and they slowly start coming back um, or at least what feels slowly when you're on stage right because like a second feels like an hour mm-hmm. and Tia's finishing up this verse there's just like a flash as like what's left of the illusions scatter um, into like prismatic light and all the light gets like flashed Trixie is like bending light from other parts of the room to land on her and her like holographic jacket is like sparkling and shining in this flash of light like when you first put light on a disco ball and she cuts right into the song that Theo was singing and just starts rapping about just like how great she is can't take your eyes off of her all that kind of stuff just like I'm the baddest out here you already know kind of verse as this like light (laughs) flashes oh goodness oh I love this for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah even tiara is gonna be like Ooh, wow <laughs> yeah there's some power on display here both magic wise and just stage presence wise and the audience is here for it both yeah. your your supporters and again lady tiara's supporters are even impressed the rhythmic stands in particular are cheering quite loud because they were already looking to be impressed by you and hoping that the person from their school would be worthy of the Rhythmic's name. And so far, you are more than proving yourself. Hope it keeps up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your family, of course, is always here for you. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andre is probably cheering, like, kind of, like, embarrassingly loudly. Like, <laughs> oh, honey, <laughs> let's go. Oh, he's such a dad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so... Oh, wait, that's a 12. Yeah, that's a... Well, you basically, yeah, it went exactly how you said it would. And on the dance like you want to win, you get your one cool point and you get two options from the list. Uh, um, I'm going to gain an additional <laughs> cool point and I'm going to take one away. <laughs> oh, no. That's okay. 
It's in character, I know. <laughs> it is. That's, that's why I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> so now what should Tira do? Yeah, obviously, like, this is very big and she's already insecure. <laughs> but I do think that she's kind of, you know, her first move already went pretty well. Even if it wasn't permanent, she still could see that, like, she could do it, right? Like, this is her first time trying at this level. So I think what she's going to do is kind of try to play into um, not necessarily copying the verses exactly because she doesn't rap, but she's going to sing and kind of borrow a few of the lines as she continues singing. And then I think what she's going to do, and this is where um, you would probably notice that the cat eyes on her head are starting to look a little fiery (laughs) as she is going to try to create some fireworks on her side. Mm. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, trying to get get attention, obviously, but also um, she probably would try to shoot them more in like uh, over the audience. So like more in between them, but just to get the attention back over to her. So like the fireworks will start to lead back towards her. Like, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. She's seeing too much of the audience looking over at Trixie. And even though she is also blown away by Trixie, she knows this is not the time for that. <laughs> so she has to focus. Sure. Do you think this would be a provoke the audience for you as well? Or since you're trying to draw attention, I suppose? Or would you rather roll? I guess it's, e- it's either way, um, freak or superior. You have the same stat in both. So... I guess you can pick yeah. whichever one you think fits flavor-wise. <laughs> um, hmm. I do think it's trying to kind of provoke the audience, yeah, trying to get their attention back. Like, hey, don't forget about me. And then continuing to sing and dance. Sure. So you can roll uh, provoke someone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nine. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> oh, it's too bad there's no team available for either of you mm. in this match. <laughs> uh, but you do get a nine. And that means you do get probably a similar result to what Trixie got earlier. You can get a critical opportunity from the audience as they see you do this this impressive, flashy fireworks display. And also, like, just the way that you incorporate Trixie's verses into your singing is also very impressive that you're able to do that on the fly and make it sound good. So I think you get a lot of support for that as well. Hmm. So you get your cool point and you can take one from the list. Hmm. I think we're going to take an additional cool point. All right. Starting to gain some ground back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So there are fireworks going off everywhere in this arena now. They're reflecting everywhere in the mirrors and prisms and whatnot. And it's very dazzling just in general. Um, Trixie, how do you react? Hmm. So there's like a fair amount of the crowd looking over at Tiara, right? Yes. Okay. Trixie is going to start to like sing and kind of like harmonize with Tiara. And mm-hmm. I want to roll the move. Are you watching closely? Mm-hmm. Because for a split second, as she is singing and harmonizing, she's going to attempt to, to cast an illusion on herself to look like Radiant Tiara. Oh, okay then. Hmm. I like where this is going. Okay. Yeah, definitely yes. roll this. Okay. Kapow! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. Wow. oh no. That is a 14. 14. 
devious schemes working deviously. You love to see it. So let me like read the move. Um, when you mislead, distract, or trick someone, which I guess in this case is the audience, roll plus superior, on a hit, they are fooled for at least a moment. And on a 10 plus, I get to choose three. I can get an opportunity, expose a weakness or a flaw, confuse them for some time, or avoid a further entanglement. I think it's fair to say that like, I definitely confused them for at least yeah. a moment. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two lady tiaras on stage for sure. Especially if you're moving around each other and get mixed up quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think I know how I want to like narrate my opportunity. Oh, sure. And exposing a weakness or a flaw would be great, but I don't know how that would manifest in this situation. Ooh. Um, We could probably ask Ayumi what a fitting weakness or flaw would be, but let's hear what your opportunity is first. I'm gonna like narrate this or uh, manifest this as like a opportunity to like wow and dazzle the audience because I mean obviously Radiant Tiara is an incredible performer and I think it's fair to say Ayumi with your permission that she catches on to this like little ploy pretty easily because like okay two of me on stage that's fine <laughs> um, I think as they're like taking this moment of like singing and harmonizing they like kind of turn and circle around each other. And I think as like Tiara is staring out at the crowd, radiant Trixie, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) will like turn and look over like her shoulder, kind of like wink at the audience. And in that second, it's her again. And she like pushes forward, walks down stage, center stage. And I think just like lets out like this belt for like a second before like getting into the rest of the performance again. Oh, like just a, the, like a huge, impressive, long, high note or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, this is great. <laughs> so that's my opportunity to dazzle everyone. <laughs> and for exposing a weakness or flaw, Ayumi, what do you think would be appropriate here? Hmm. This is a tough one. I think maybe she um, she doesn't sing as well, I think. Like she can sing, but she's better at dancing. So I think that like she probably would try to continue to match her. But when like that belt comes, it's like, oh, yeah, she can't do that. She can't hold the notes for that long yet. Mm. Yeah. Like, obviously, this was Trixie matching Tiara singing at first. But as she tries to play along, <laughs> it doesn't quite work out by the end. So it's it's very much like she has gotten the spotlight stolen from her. again. Aww. Does she even like attempt the note or does like she just know that she can't even try that note? I think she probably tries, but like cuts out like, like her voice like breaks, basically. Aww. Yeah. And you could see she's probably like very much like <laughs> she's she's pretty uh, nervous. Yeah. I mean, Fair. again, she is insecure to, in the first place, but yeah. <laughs> well, before we move on to Tiara's next move, I'm going to give Trixie, you get your benefits from Dance Like You Want to Win. So you get your cool point and two options. I am going to remove one condition. I'm going to remove Afraid because I think it's fair to say that like for better or for worse, she's feeling like, okay, okay, I, I got this. This isn't, I got this. We'll see. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I'll gain an additional cool point. All right. So I think that at this point, what just happened does feel kind of like a threat. So I think that it would be fair to say that Tiara could try stage fighting. Yeah, if you make like a full direct move against Trixie, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I think what she's gonna try to do is like, again, like this is already approaching territory she's unfamiliar with. She only kind of knows like what she can do. So she's gonna try to focus again on dancing and probably not singing for a minute because she's not sure if she can come back from what just happened. Sure, maybe you hit like like an instrumental bridge or something that you can do that during. Yeah, exactly. So she's gonna she's gonna dance around, but as she's dancing, she's gonna try to steal more light from around Trixie again, like because she noticed that the first time she did it that the illusions had gone away. So she's starting to wonder if like she can steal more than just light. Mm-hmm. But definitely like trying to uh, make sure that like. She still looks good as she's doing it. So it's probably going to just be like piece by piece. She's not going to try to do it all at once. But she's definitely also going to try to utilize like the mirrors around her to try to let the light bounce off the mirrors as they come into her again. If that makes sense. Sure. Re-spotlight on her. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, so you can definitely roll that as stage fighting. Cool. Okay. Interesting. I have a counter move, but I don't know exactly. Oh, should I... Well, I'm not sure how you want to like, well, I think you do still get to roll, but I, I, I want to use a particular ability that, uh, (laughs) as it stands so far, I don't think Trixie has used offensively, or I guess the better way to put it is defensively, Aaron. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how you want me to go about rolling something like that. Sure. Which move is this? It would just be really unfortunate right now if Lady Tiara, like, uh, tripped over her own feet as she's oh. dancing. Oh. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, so specifically using your, your luck, abilities luck abilities here. here. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see what happens when Tiara rolls stage fighting first and see how well or poorly this goes, and maybe we can integrate it into that. Hmm. Okay. Whoa, oh, nice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> i love an 11 all right (laughs) all right i think the way that i think we can do this is i don't know if it would make sense to let you directly interfere with this move with your power right now uh but for definitely for your next move like you can use that as your move yeah basically masks the one thing that's like both a pro and a con for masks is that there's no way to be a dirty D&D player counterspell things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, well, you can, but you need them to be on the same team as you and you need to take advantage of your influence, which you can't right now. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, that side note, uh, put away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, uh, so she's going to be dancing and just kind of pulling light away, obviously mostly directed against Trixie specifically, but what the audience is seeing is like lights bouncing around and then just directly aiming at Tiara. So um, it's not like she's filling with light exactly, but you know, as she's doing this, I would say that she, gosh, we only talked about this like happening once, but um, her skirt gets a little bit longer as she's doing it. Oh, oh my God. Are you doing like a magical girl up dress upgrade? Yes. Yes. <laughs> as she's kind of filling herself with light the skirt's getting longer and longer not quite reaching uh her ankles like a little bit of like just under the the knee maybe but yeah and then there's suddenly a lot more um like it's not a major color usually in her in her outfit but that dark mauve kind of purple color that is present in some of the fabrics on her is like kind of filling up more like there's like she looks darker if that makes sense 
Mm -hmm. Like there's there's more of that purple color in her outfit now. Yeah. In that case, yeah, the, the effect basically goes exactly how you want it to. You get your cool point and you get two options from Dance Like You Want to Win. Let's see. I think she's going to try to... Uh, it's, we could just subtract one cool point. Sorry, Trixie. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense with what you're doing. Yeah, and she's going to remove Insecure. All right. she's starting to feel better that this worked. I think so, yeah. That sounds good. Cool as yeah. hell, by the way. But certainly, yes, it would be very unfortunate if this great thing for Tiara were to suddenly come crashing down around her due to an unfortunate slip or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, as Trixie is just, like, dancing again, throwing out, like, a little line here or there, she is kind of, like, moving her hands around, and I think she raises up the arm that's, like, closest to Tiara and kind of, like, brings it out and around in some kind of, like, big, flashy movement. And that is, like, her at least sort of, like, physical cue of, like, okay, and I'm doing this now. But it just looks like a dance move, so you would never know. Um, so I guess I roll free? <laughs> yes, or, well, hmm. I wonder if this would be directly engaged at threat, because this is essentially an attack. <laughs> it is an attack, so it does feel like directly engaged at threat. I, I will agree with that. Yeah, and you still get a one to that, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. This is- <laughs> How does your luck power just consistently not work the way your luck Because thing is God hates ugly, Eric. <laughs> that's why. Because <laughs> God hates ugly. Oh, no. Um, that's well, a three. You know what? Oh. You know what? I get an advancement. Oh, oh great. <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I saw you were close on that potential track. We'll deal with that on a later episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. Y- you know what's going to happen? I think basically your intent was to make Tiara trip or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there isn't much to trip on on this stage is, is the thing. Like, it's a smooth exactly. like chrome surface. There's not much there that she could trip on. So I think what luck or whatever it is that your power is based on interprets this instruction as is make something for her to trip on and I think you you hear above you the subtle like crinkle tinkles of crystals above you and you hear a crack and something from above comes whistling down and it's a very large crystal that is coming down directly towards TR. We apologize for the sudden interruption. It seems we've lost transmission with the mirror ball. I'm receiving word that the main wireless transmitter in the venue auditorium has been damaged by an unexpected power surge. There is a chance we might have an incident on our hands at the mirror ball, as one of the last things we saw on the feed was a large crystal structure about to fall onto the stage. We will have developments on this story for you once the mirror ball has re-established transmission. With any luck, hopefully neither of these young contestants has been harmed. In the meantime, we will temporarily take you back to coverage of Queen Bee and Blue Stallion's match at the Maker Studio. Let's check in and see if Queen Bee can do anything to recover from her misstep earlier, or if the Blue Stallion will continue to maintain that strong lead. 
All right, I think blue kind of sees this out of the corner of the eye and it maybe even adds like a cool, like since it's like lighting up, it's, I don't know if it's like maybe messing with his shots or if it's adding to it. Um, <laughs> I think since it's a failure <laughs> on Queen Bee's side, it's probably improving your shot. Yeah, it adds like a like a little like uh, like a soft light to the angles, but it wasn't. It, he he sees the light out of the corner of his eye, and you see he kind of like squints and like puts his hand up. It's very bright. Um, doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can probably tell Queen Bee's actual moves are pretty good, but like mm-hmm. it's just the powers that are malfunctioning right now. Sort of, yeah, he shouts out to you like a very concerned, like, are you all right? <laughs> and I think this might count as provoke. <laughs> it's the worst thing you could have said. <laughs> I'm going to do this as a provoke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I've shown boy, weakness. The... I've oh, shown weakness. He... <laughs> That's a two. I've shown weakness. Yes, you have. The concern was genuine. Uh-oh. At least this brings you a little bit closer back together. Uh, Blue Stallion is also going to lose a cool point for this. Oh, no. Uh, what do you think that looks like? I think, Queen Bee, you can probably have the edge in the response here. I think, on, on my end, I think it's less that, like, he messes up in some way, other than, like, the light as he gets closer is starting to, like, really bother him. Mm. And he's kind of, like, flinching a little bit from it. So I think... Uh, he realizes he's doing this. Like, he's, like, reacting very visibly to, like, the very bright light. So I think he's going to mark insecure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I broke kayfabe a little bit. At least, hmm. like, that's how it looks anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. But anyway, yes. Uh, B, what do you think your response to are you all right is? Oh, don't worry about me. It's just this camera can handle my radiance. <laughs> oh, and you, you get like ooze going through the crowd and like they're still I think like mostly on Blue Stallion's side, but that was a good burn and audiences like a good burn. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it probably gets some booze from the people who are in Blue Stallion's camp. For but sure. It also gets some like murmuring and like ooh <laughs> Yeah. And you do still get like a small spike in likes on your side of the screen. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I can try and do a quick uh, time for my solo. Like, try and diffuse the bees so they don't uh, mess that much with the cameras and try to do a few dance steps just to show that I'm nonchalant and uncaring. Yeah. So you're hoping that you can do, like, a big crescendo to save face? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. An accent. Your sick burn. Mm-hmm. So you'd be rolling your savior on that. Okay. Jesus. Oh my god. It's so bad. The dice are not on either of your sides right now. Oh my god. It's a three. Nobody wants us to win. We're both (laughs) bombing. (laughs) Yeah, so on a three, uh, you're going to bomb, unfortunately. You have to mark two conditions, and your audience may start spreading the word about your screw-up. Ooh. So that's two conditions for you. I'm not going to push cool points into negatives, so I'll just leave you at zero. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going with hopeless and angry. Mm. This is bad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you think happens here? The idea was to have the bees uh, form like uh, a dome above me, like a starry sky, and do like a elaborate nonchalant dance step. But either I mess up the step or the bees are way too bright 
I think it makes sense for you to miss this step because I think at this point you're paying enough attention to your bees that you would get yeah. that part right, but then you're not paying enough attention to your body to like actually get the dance steps that you need, right? Yes, it's really embarrassing. Oh my god, can I not notice the end of the runway? Yes! <sighs> <laughs> like maybe you are doing a good job up to that point, but you're so lost in it that you just don't even notice that there's an edge coming up. And I stumble. Maybe not exactly full, but it's embarrassing. Yeah, especially since you're like putting on this like big show of superiority. It's probably going to get you a lot of laughter from the audience, and there's going to be some nasty comments on social media for you to come back to after this. I think when Queen Bee falls off the end of the runway, she doesn't actually fall on her face. Um, she is caught by Blue Stallion, um, who like helps her get up. <laughs> and like has this very concerned like puppy dog eyes look on his face. He's like, are you all right? Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I didn't oh want God. you to fall. You might have hurt yourself. <laughs> well, God help her. Queen Bee is actually blushing. Aww. <laughs> is this another provoke or is it like a genuine comfort and support? Oh. <gasps> Wait, if it's a defend summon, you could take influence. I think I have a move if it's defend. When I defend someone who doesn't believe in me, I can always take influence over them, even on a miss. Oh, yes. that's fantastic. Right. <laughs> yeah, roll this as a defend, then. <gasps> Thir- that's a lucky 13. <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right, yeah. This is a defend. I forget the conditions for a defend. Well, first off, I think just to clarify exactly what move you're doing, um, the move is I'll show them. When you defend someone who doesn't believe in you, you can always take influence on them. So <laughs> either mm-hmm. way, you were going to take influence. Mm-hmm. So on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one from the list. Yeah, potentially breaking your nose from a bad fall. I have defended you from that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you automatically take influence from I'll show them. So I think you can take one of the other defend options. I would even let you add a team to the pool and say that Coyote Kate is like cheering you on. Um. So, like, I think the option I'll take is I automatically get the influence, so I'm not going to take that. So I'm going to clear a condition. Sure. I'm going to clear afraid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're in control here right now. Oh, yeah. And also, this is a three-way move, so you also get your cool point for this, and you get two options from Dance Like You Want to Win. Yes! (laughs) Oh, I am filled with determination, and I remove another condition. I am no longer insecure. Yeah. (laughs) I'm at four cool. Yeah, I have you at four cool. So you do, you do also get one more option. I give one of my cool points to somebody else. I'm taking oh my pity God. on uh, poor Queen Bee. And I think by uh, this is like uh, like someone snaps a pic of this moment where I've caught Queen Bee. And it's such a sweet moment that we both get likes from it. I really like that. That's why I added that to the list of options just for moments like that. There's like a moment, B, where like, as he says the second, like, are you all right? You catch something in his eye and you're like not entirely sure if this is genuine or if he is playing up the bit. <laughs> hmm. But he does have influence over you now because you can't be sure. But yeah, I think he helps you to your feet and maybe like, uh, there, I don't think there's any dust on your coat. It's pristine. But he like gently dusts the like shoulders of your coat and he steps back. Um, and he like maybe steps towards the desert area and he offers his hand to you for a dance. Yes. <laughs> well, I cannot refuse that. Queen Bee, do you accept? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I guess chivalry isn't dead. 
Yet. <laughs> he definitely, like, has, again, that moment of just, like, the little bead of sweat anime moment. I'm like, huh? And you see a bit of that, like, flusteredness that you saw in the green room. Yeah, so I think you two both move in front of the desert backdrop, yeah. and you can begin whatever dance you like. Mm-hmm. He is letting you lead. Hmm. So the, the, this can be your move. How do you feel about flamenco? He nods, and he seems uh, familiar enough. Neither of us have the big flappy dance dresses, though. Although you could. Super Ooh. idols can always change their costume at will. Yes. <gasps> I forgot! Oh my god, yes! Yes! <gasps> Actually, I see in Google Images when I search flamenco, there are some like more standard ballroom costume options as well. Maybe that would be the, the way to go. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd like to have, though, uh, I watched a video, like they have these long skirts with uh, metal tassels that mm-hmm. create sound while dancing. <gasps> Do yours look like little bees? Yes. Big yes. black skirts with the tiny golden tassels shaped like bees. I love that. Oh, yeah, I think... Um... He maybe changes his outfit a little bit to match yours, but it's basically the same sort of generic cowboy. Well, not generic, very flamboyant cowboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe just more black because that's more of a flamenco dance color. More black and like instead of the white accents, it's all blue accents. That same like... Yeah. Yeah, His the, it's sort of like varies based on the area, but it's either like an electric blue or very deep blue. Oh, cool. But yeah. He still keeps his general cowboy look because he's got a brand and he's sticking to it. Sure. <laughs> All right. So you, you've changed your outfits for this flamenco dance and Queen Bee takes the lead to dance them through this little desert set. And are there any flourishes you'd like to add to this before we do the roll? Hmm. Are the bees here? I think the bees are just going to hover above, creating a little bit of that starry night effect, but much subtler. I would like to try and focus on the dancing. Mm. Sure. I think in this case, since now you are more directly engaging with Blue Stallion, I think directly engaged would work here, actually. Do it. Because mm-hmm. you're still trying to come off as the like superior dancer here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could use stage fighting, but in this case it doesn't make a difference. Okay. Oh, gosh. Why is it so oh, bad? You... Why is it so bad? Oh, no. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of any way that could possibly save this. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have, uh, like, there is a reason this could be awkward. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, she could look like she's trying too hard. Especially since this is probably the first time Queen Bee has worn a skirt. Mm. Oh, true. So she's a little self-conscious and she's been way too theatrical about it, isn't it? Uh-oh. She's trying too hard. Alright, so... I think your your dance is actually going pretty well to start. I don't know that either of you has necessarily an advantage over the other. You're just doing a really good like flamenco dance together and the audience is eating it up and you're both getting a lot of likes from it. And you're feeling pretty good about it, Queen Bee. Like this is like going surprisingly well. Blue Stallion is a pretty good dance partner um and like even if this is getting you both likes, at least you're not falling on your face like you were a second ago. The only thing that breaks this moment for you as your dance sort of comes to an end is you look out into the audience and you see that Karen isn't there anymore. <gasps> she didn't see your dance. Oh, oh no. So I would like you to mark a condition for that. That feeling of dejection. It's gonna be insecure. I was gonna say, right. how many conditions <laughs> do you have? <laughs> Currently three. Oh. <laughs> this is going great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, and I think that insecurity that crosses your face, I think, is just enough to have, like, just enough of a drop-off in likes that that would justify why you lost a cool point there. Because <laughs> the dance doesn't finish as strongly as it could, even though the rest of it was pretty good. Yeah, you guys, fin- you guys finish. Um, and he says to, in his normal voice, so it's not, like, projecting, but who knows if it's being recorded elsewhere um, by the, like, camera stuff. He's like, that was really good. And he smiles really sweetly. <laughs> you have the cameras around you taking nice glamour shots of you in the in your end pose. Mm-hmm. Queen Bee looks away. What a crowd-pleasing development! From that princess catch off the runway to the spontaneous flamenco dance, I don't believe we've seen one of these charisma-based matches go quite this way before. Still, it does seem that despite doing her best to keep up with Blue Stallion, Queen Bee continues to be slightly unsure on her feet here. Especially towards the end of the flamenco, something has caused her to falter again, leaving Blue Stallion still ahead going into the back half of the match. We'll come back to see if that lead maintains a little later this afternoon. In other news, we still have not gotten word from the Mirror Ball on when they expect to re-establish transmission. For now, we'll be moving on to our next scheduled match at the Maplewood Auditorium. There we have two skilled guitarists ready to walk out onto that hallowed stage. This will be Rhythmix's main musician and composer, Elementum, going up against independent singer-songwriter, The Saint of Roses. Those who follow Cadence's other major news outlets may recognize this saint from their environmental activist efforts, which aim to combat deforestation and pollution in the province. They've gotten into some legal trouble in recent months for disrupting work at logging sites around BC. However, they've also gained significant social media support for their actions as well as their popular protest songs. Elementum may not be supporting the same types of noble causes, but that of course makes him no less of a threat out there today. Aside from being very well liked in the high school idol scene, we know from Rhythmix's viral Stormlight performance that Elementum is extremely skilled as both a musician and magic user. We'll be very interested to see which side of that spectrum he leans into today, and if the Saint of Roses has what it takes to go toe-to-toe with him. Let's take a look at the start of that match now. So each of you is just waiting in basically a dark tunnel, waiting for your cue to head out onto the stage proper. And from your vantage point, you can see a pretty decent sized crowd out in the auditorium. You can see on stage there are two stand-up microphones, plus all the chords you would need to hook up your guitars there. And also you can see some large, tasteful potted ferns, a few on each side of the stage, presumably <laughs> to class up this rock performance a little bit. Nice. And out in the audience, you can see a few familiar faces. It's it's a little hard to see just because the audience side is dimmed a bit. Uh, Elementum, you can see Aunt Jen is out there. She looks absolutely pumped to support you here. Um <laughs> I think she even has a couple of Karen's light sticks that she oh. was lent for this occasion. <laughs> he waves very excitedly at her and then like shows off the guitar. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, she can kind of see you waiting off stage and gives you a wave like, hi, honey. <laughs> you also see another familiar face. Uh, Petra is here as well. And she's got like the full like sports fan makeup with like a big <laughs> E on one cheek and a, a little like decal that looks like a four element kind of pattern, like uh, fire, water, wind and earth on the other cheek. <laughs> yeah, I think he just excitedly waves at everyone. So he definitely excitedly waves at Petra as well. Yeah. Woo! Pound of elementum! <laughs> <laughs> and you don't recognize all of them by name or face, but you can tell that they're like rhythmic stands from your school who are here to support as well. Yeah, he's doing uh, like peeking around like the curtain, just giving heart hands to everyone he sees that uh, is supporting rhythmics in him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as you head out on stage, they do that cross motion in front of their chests to signify the X, and a couple of them shout out mix it up mixers <laughs> unite mix whatever that, Wait, that's really whatever good. the catchphrase <laughs> is <laughs> and the saint of roses you have your own supporters here as well but they look a little more intense than <laughs> elementum supporters let's say a lot of them are your age like teenagers but they look very like stoic and like serious business and they've got like that if you've ever played Owen Don, like that very serious male cheerleader vibe to them. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and when they see the saint come out on stage, they give a very intimidatingly coordinated cheer like, let's go, saint of roses, let's go, saint of roses, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> nice, nice. And lastly, as you head out on stage, there is also a simple LED sign with a black background and red text on the wall just behind and above the both of you which displays the letters E-L and S-R on opposite sides. And next to each set of letters is a long string of numbers that are currently all set to zero. And as you get your guitars hooked up and you're all set to go, the final announcements start up. You reach a countdown to the start of the match. And three, two, one, begin! I think I'll let... Um... Seeing our roses go first, because I think Elementum's still thinking about what they said. Like, I don't have vision. Like, he's still very much like that's still going on around in his head, trying to figure out what that means. And mm -hmm. yeah, and why he feels yeah. offended, even though he doesn't really understand. So. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> then, in that case, thank you, Elementum. The saint will begin with just like a quick arpeggio downwards, ending with like a strong chord. And as he strikes the chord, the things that looked like beads that were on his shirt actually split open because they are seeds. And vines start to grow from them and they create two more arms. And that's how he plays both guitars at the same time. Oh, I see. And then more vines wrap up around his neck and crisscross his face. And they start to bloom into a full mask of roses, so you can't see his face anymore. At this point, your cheerleaders in the crowd also put on their own, like, masquerade-style rose masks. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, as he, he puts on this rose sona, the saint just says, here's a little gift to show you, no hard feelings. And then um, just a bunch of roses and flowers spring up from between the floorboards of this uh, venue. And I am trying to distract my opponent by making him sneeze. 
Oh, are are you using? Are you watching closely then? I am. Yes. When you mislead, distract, or trick someone, roll plus superior. Oh, well, for sure. That sounds exactly like what you should be doing right now. So, uh, so you're gonna roll that with superior, and then we'll do the results of dance like you want to win after we resolve it. A nine. Okay. Yeah, on a seven to nine, I get to choose two. I think I confuse you for some time, and I expose a weakness or flaw. Mm. And as for your cool point options, you do get a cool point automatically for that. Nice, nice. And you can choose one from the list on the move. I will gain an additional cool point. All right. Yeah, you've started it in a very flashy manner, so that's very fitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elementum, you've been hit hard right out yeah. the starting gate. How, how are you taking that? Um, I guess I'm like looking around like at down at the roses, kind of confused. Uh, I think it's what the condition kind of, the poem is just like looking down at the roses. There's one moment where he's like, oh, they're really pretty. Wait, there's quite a lot of them. Wait, uh, competition, I need to get serious and he kind of snaps <laughs> back and like he, I think he misses a few seconds but he gets back into it and I'm going to roll for burn as he like gets sure. serious and tries to focus on the scene of roses and we'll just see how that goes all right also I will say the the weakness or flaw you probably exposed is that you can and will be distracted in the right circumstances <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so I mark one condition and I hold three burn all right yeah, I'm going to be afraid. And I, th- I think he's going to get into it and start playing his guitar. I do not know any musical terms like Keith, so just pretend I'm doing something really <laughs> cool, okay? I no think <laughs> I think it's going to be like a kind of funky kind of tune that he's playing. And while he's playing, there's going to be like, with each time he strums, there's just a pulse of air that comes out from his guitar. Um, he's going to like basically move the air in front of him in rhythm with the guitar to both wave the roses in time with his music that Marcus had created and also just get in Marcus's face with it. <laughs> Would that be freak? Sure. Are you using one of your flares here or are you, or are you just rolling a straight unleash? Um, I spend one burn and use worship as I'm doing this. All right. So you take the unleash, but you get the, the silence and respect and attention regardless of what you roll. Nine. All nice, right. Nice. So would you like to mark a condition or have the effect be unstable or temporary? I'll let the effect be um, temporary. Yeah, no worries. One moment is maybe all you need for an effect like this to get your point across where you get the great sonic boom, essentially, of sound that fills the audience and your opponent with vibrations to their core in probably a very ASMR way, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But it, it regardless, uh, it certainly awes them into silence and respect, if only for a moment. Yeah, and I make sure, like, as I'm doing it, it's just kind of like a, a ripple where the roses that uh, Marcus created around me sway away from me and then yes. back toward to me like a constant ripple as I'm playing. Yes, I think they're out of your face for long enough for you to do whatever you need to do for a little bit. Yeah, and the thing I'm going to get from Dancing Like You Want to Win is, uh... I think I'm going to go with additional cool point as well. Keeping pace. Alright. Okay, so Elementum uh, may have been distracted to start with, but um, is definitely here to play ball with you, Saint. Um, how, how do you react to that? 
I think I'm taking note of the weakness that he showed me, and I think I want to try to provoke him by saying, um, Wind, huh? I'm surprised that you didn't start with something flashier like fire. Are you afraid that would get out of your control again? Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. That's a provoke if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's plus superior. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. Full hit. That's a 10. <laughs> so what exactly are you wanting Elementum to do? I kind of want him to lose sight of the showy factor of this event and try to, like, come at me. Mm-hmm. So, in that case, Elementum, yeah. if you do that, you can, well, in this case, add, take a plus one, I'm going to say, since team doesn't really factor into this match. Yeah. And if you don't do it, mark a condition. Okay. Um, so, come at you as in, like, attack you, or, like, I guess... Yeah, yeah, like, like attack me, yeah. Oh. Like, not even as a performance thing, just as a straight-up attack, straight attack thing. Um... Or you could, like, attack me with your words, attack me with... I don't know. I don't think he's very good at attacking with words. <laughs> he doesn't no. know what... He doesn't know a mean... Have you met Jaden before? <laughs> um, I think I'm going to take the condition. Okay. And I'll take the condition angry, because I think that makes sense of... Yeah, yeah sure. absolutely it does. And for your dance like you want to win options, you get two options from the list. Ooh. Then I will gain one cool point and I will subtract one cool point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Elementum. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I like that because even though Elementum's not doing what you want, you've thrown him off, I think, and I think that yeah. fits. <laughs> yeah. And I, it might be visible to everyone else, too. Mm-hmm. I think you hear Petra cheering from the crowd, like, don't let him get the best of you, Elementum. But it, you can't help but feeling insecure. Not the condition insecure, but like... Yeah. Worried, maybe, is the word for it. And I think in response to that, he's going to start playing a bit more aggressively. And I think it kind of shifts um, very seamlessly, I feel like. Actually, it depends on my role, to be honest. But he shifts from a kind of chill funk to a more intense, I suppose, rock. And as he's doing that, he's going to use another burn to use Snatch. Ooh. Okay. What you grabbing? I want to snatch um, Marcus's guitar. Ooh. Sure. The the bass guitar or the regular guitar? Um, the ones that his hands are strumming right now. All right. <laughs> I, li- I like this. So what you see is like as he's playing um, from the bass of Marcus's guitar, it seems to light on fire, even though it really shouldn't because of the material it's made of and as the flames climb up the guitar what's left behind just has disappeared and you see on the floor behind Daden is re is forming behind him as it essentially teleports and appears behind him and he's going to keep playing and um, I'm going to set off some flames since Marcus <laughs> did provoke him with that um, <laughs> and he's going to lean into the flashy now and be using flames um, as a backdrop with his um, rock. Are you essentially holding up this guitar with a column of flame right now? Is that what I'm imagining? Yeah, I think like um, because it's it's like being reformed or transported because of flames, I think the flames behind him erupt up and that's his, uh, Marcus' guitar appears in those flames and drops and lands behind Jaden. Gotcha. Nice, nice. 
All right. And since you didn't exactly roll a move with that, I'm just going to get you to roll Dance Like You Want to Win by itself. That sounds like you can roll that with Freak. Yeah. Ooh, full hit. That's a 12, (laughs) baby. Yeah, so you just see he just like shifts into an intense rock tune as he just stares Marcus dead into his eyes or at least wherever his eyes should be through the rose mask. Um, And the guitar in Marcus's hand disappears and reappears behind him and like lands and hits the ground at the same time with with him like finishing one like strum of his guitar. And I'm going to take an additional cool point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to subtract one cool point from. <laughs> I'm going to subtract right. one cool point from um, Marcus. Yeah, no, I, again, I think that makes sense with what you just did. Yeah. <laughs> you just took the wind out of his sails, uh, except with fire instead of wind. And I just kind of look at him and say, how about that? Yeah, I think Marcus just laughs. Like you see his <laughs> flower mask just like tilt up as he gives like a a belly laugh and his other guitar like swings forward and his forearms basically like just go to town on this one instrument. And as that happens, you see the flowers that were pushed away by Elementium's wind reform into other figures that look like the Saint of Roses. And they all look like they are um, like dancing they're like playing guitar. They're like doing all these other uh, flashy moves around him. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Elementum, I think you're getting zero degrees flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he definitely like his jaw clenches a little bit when he sees all of this before he keeps going. <laughs> but yes, that sounds that sounds like a move to me. Uh, it, do you want that to just be an unleash your powers or do you have a more specific move you're, you're trying for? Yeah, that sounds like unleash your powers. So All right. plus freak, right? Mm-hmm. So many fill hits. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I would like to gain an additional cool point and I want to rattle my opponent and inflict a condition. That makes sense. Uh, sure. Yeah, which which I'll one do you say. think um, uh, Elementum would feel? I think, especially with how similar this is to the whole Zero Degrees incident, which I don't even know if you know about. Uh, so this is probably like gibberish <laughs> you, Keith. Um, I think Insecure makes sense. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Already at three conditions. Yep. That's our Nova. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's going to be useful later. Let's see. Again, like, I think clenching his jaw, he keeps strumming and sticks with the rock, I think, now. And as he's playing, he kind of looks around a bit nervous, but then makes eye contact with Marcus again and gets serious. And he's going to use to make uh, Earth platform rise up beneath him, so he lifts him up. So he's kind of looking down at Marcus as he's playing. And with each powerful strum of his guitar, the ground seems to shake as if he's moving, I mean, he is moving the earth. He's moving the earth in time with him playing. And I think even uprooting some of the roses that might still be around that Marcus had grown as he's playing. Again, he's just sticking with the flashy. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like you're elevating yourself more than like attacking Marcus's stuff, right? Oh yeah, no, he's just, he's just elevating. Yeah, he's not attacking Marcus or anything. Yeah. So probably that would be an Unleash Your Powers. 
This is wild. Y'all are powerhouses. This is wild. He just keeps going. He's shumming. Your stats are crazy good right now, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps shumming his guitar. He's playing um, the pillow rock he's on. Seems to like chisel away at itself to look like a beautiful column. Like the kind you're seeing in like ancient Greece. Um, as he's um, staring down and strumming and playing his guitar, looking down at um, Marcus. And I'm going to take an additional cool point and I'm going to remove a condition. And okay. I'm going to remove insecure again. I sure. think now that he's looking down at Marcus and he's remembering how okay it went. So he's zero degrees. I think he's like, yeah, that was scary, but we made it out. I made it out. I can make mm-hmm. it out of this as well. I'm just imagining, you can't win, Saint of Roses. I have the, the high, high ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice, nice. I love this pillar because, yes. I mean, it's just so beautiful. And what better platform for my rose people to stand on? And as the Saint of Roses just like continues, um, I think that his style of music is more like flamenco. Lots of runs, less strumming, lots of like picking notes. Uh, I think just as he just goes full tilt into this like wild barrage of notes, the pedal people coalesce around Elementum so that it just looks like there is a, uh, a pedal version of the saint on this plinth instead of uh, Elementum himself, basically like supplanting him. Hmm. Trying to figure out what that would be. <laughs> Is that just? Um, I feel like that's. I, I almost feel like that's a directly engaged. That feels like an yeah, attack. Because I, I definitely resist another <laughs> at least. I don't know. I'm almost. I don't know if it is though. Because it's not a, not fully an attack either. Is it just dance like you want to win? I I'd say probably yeah. Like unleash your powers and. <laughs> Unleash your powers, basically, with Dance Like You Want to Win, I think would fit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just roll a freak then. Yeah. I should probably say, by the way, when this pillar went up, probably the tournament staff are are just having, like, a fit right now. <laughs> because their precious stage has a giant pillar of rock sticking out of it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We've had, like... What is happening? The, the last five rolls have been, like... Four tens and a twelve. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, I this yeah this is wild. I I think I'm just gonna take an additional cool point, and I'm I'm going to yep. subtract one from Elementum. As basically, yeah. he's just obscured the audience. Sure. <laughs> Good lord. Oh wait, I think amidst these um, flowers and petals. Um, he's still going, um, mm-hmm. and he kind of like pushes his head through. And as he's strumming his guitar, he stares down at Marcus. And I want to use my last burn to use snatch again. I'm going to snatch Ooh. Marcus's last guitar away from him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you just see, like, again, the same. I think this time what happens is that, Marcus, you smell, I think it's very generic, but you know the very generic, basic soap? You smell like the simple bar soap, and you look down, your guitar is starting to turn into bubbles. 
and disappear in front of the hands and then behind Jaden the bubbles are coalescing into your guitar behind him and you see a rattle and land on the podium on the column he's standing on behind him and I think it's going to raise a column underneath Marcus and raise him up on his level mm-hmm. he's playing as hard as he can to win but he also feels a bit upset with himself that he did get provoked into um, not being mean or angry or anything like that but just being like he doesn't feel himself especially after that first pro- um, provocation and his whole, whole vibe is like being kind and lifting others up so I think he's gonna as he's playing he's, you just see the ground beneath Marcus start to rise as well into a just as beautiful Greek column <laughs> oh I'm trying best to stick to unleash my powers because that's all I have <laughs> <laughs> oh let's hope it's a good roll Whoa, okay. Wow. 14. Yes. <laughs> Kapow. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you, you definitely do that. <laughs> and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take an additional cool point and is the right decision. I'm going to inflict a condition on... Um, Probably on a good choice because the saint doesn't have any conditions yet. Yeah, so I'm going to inflict a condition on them. Which, huh? So you've raised. I think me Saint, up. you can probably pick whichever one feels most appropriate. Yeah, maybe it's. Uh, I think it might be afraid. Because mm, he did what you didn't expect, or. Yeah, yeah. I thought that Elementum would try to fight me directly, but he's come at me with this pillar and he's like taking away my instruments. So it's like, what's, what's his deal? I think also as you do this. One, the cheering from Petra certainly has not stopped as you've been doing this. But in amongst the regular sports fan cheers, uh, which I think Jen is trying to join in on, but she's certainly not as boisterous as Petra, (laughs) so she just looks a little uncomfortable. (laughs) But you do hear another familiar voice call out while you're doing this. And it's the voice of of Karen, who is suddenly in the audience, um, (laughs) who yells, Way to go, Jaden! You're the bigger man here! I think he just kind of grins, still amidst the roses, so I guess no one can really see him, but he kind of smiles to himself (laughs) as he keeps playing. that we have a very close match so far between Elementum and the Saint of Roses. All our other matches this afternoon have had an early lead from one side or the other, but both these young musicians are matching each other blow for blow, musically and magically. There's an abundance of talent on display here from both performers. Elementum's move to elevate his opponent up to his level is particularly interesting. Whether this will help his ratings or come back to bite him is yet to be seen. In any case, we still have no word from the mirror ball on their technical issues. Hopefully they can get that sorted out soon. For now, let's check in on our last scheduled match of the afternoon at the Cadence Municipal Free Running Park. This is always a crowd favorite venue, not because it is SingStar's only outdoor venue, but also because its irregular architecture inspires the most creative dance-offs year after year. Today we have two very different kinds of dancers competing at the park. One is Rhythmix's lead dancer and choreographer Bane Kitten, and the other is Disco Da... Sorry, Disco 
Dave Fed Disco Dave Fed Bowie. Oh, oh, Disco David Bowie. I see. That's 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 not spelled in a very intuitive way. I apologize. So yes, we have Bane Kitten versus Disco David Bowie. Just based on their name and flashy outfit, it seems that uh, DDB is operating in a very 70s and 80s throwback vein, whereas Bane Kitten is inspired more by modern K-pop and hip-hop. We have a real battle of the past and present on our hands here, folks, among other things. Regardless, hopefully there will be more than enough impressive dance moves to keep viewers glued to their screens today. Stay tuned, and as the real David Bowie once said, let's dance. Alright, so as you head out into this park, you see... As expected, a lot of angled boards and ramps, lots of irregularly shaped pillars and platforms. There are gymnast bars, stairs, ladders, ropes, freestanding walls, just all sorts of stuff. And in the front center of the park, there is a large chunk of clear space that will act as a central staging area where dancers can perform without any obstacles in the way. The whole area is surrounded by a large ring of powerproof barrier generators, outside of which is a half-circle of bleachers where the live audience will be watching. And there are large outdoor speakers and amps set up around the perimeter as well that will pump in your dance music. As you see the bleachers as you come into view of the crowd, you both have a pretty decent number of supporters here ready to cheer you on. Bane Kitten, you have Sophia here as a big cheerleader for you. In fact, she literally came in one of her old cheerleading outfits and she has yellow and black pom-poms just for you. Wow. Uh, you also have a bunch of members from your school clique who are more than happy to help hype up their most popular friend. <laughs> Karen's not here yet, but you know that she will be arriving a little bit later to watch part of the match at some point. And last but certainly not least, you have your family up on the highest bleachers. Freddy has his nerf gun and occasionally fires off a volley of foam darts into the air in excitement. And your parents are holding up a big banner between them that says, Go Bane Kitten, mix it up with two X's in mix. Aww. (laughs) And the M is covering up what looks like it was probably going to be an F. That might have been a different slogan that your mom thought better of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like mom. (laughs) And David, David... Darling. Yes. You have a similarly vocal contingent ready to cheer you on as well. You have a few people in barista uniforms who have the logo for Stardust on their aprons, who probably rushed here straight after work, excited to cheer you on. Oh my goodness. Weird to Bane Kitten, but not to you. You have a local teen biker gang here who looks real into what's going on, like football fan level energy of roars and cheers for your name. Oh, Feel the passion. <laughs> and you also have some kids from your school here, the proud students of the illustrious Fort McNamara. And I have to give an important world-building note about Fort McNamara, just to make sure that our listeners at home understand this. Due to an unfortunate clerical error in the 1980s, 
the school's actual legal name is Fort McName here. <laughs> the McNamara pronunciation was a desperate attempt on the school's part to save on renaming fees. But the students all love it. They're here for it. They've shown up today in yellow, no-name brand clothing. They're all wearing mm -hmm. Hello, My Name Is stickers with nothing written on them. And they're waving big, oversized foam fingers with McName here written vertically on them. Look at that school pride. Yes, the, the traditional garb of Fort McNamara school pride. <laughs> and lastly, to round out this setting... There is a big digital scoreboard set up near the bleachers displaying your names and a heart next to each name and two strings of numbers that are all currently set to zero. Any any last minute thoughts before the final competition begins? I think Angie looks thoughtfully at David's shoes. Or specifically, the roller skates. And she looks at her shoes and turns them into Heelys and does a little spin around. Oh. David is openly weeping, tears of joy, so moved that so many people came out here and just for support and never thought they would get this far and just, they can't hold it back. So all the emotions are out there. You can do it, David. We've been behind you the whole time. We're going to carry you all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel the love. Don't you let them scare you, Bane Kittens! Uh, Sophia calls to you and waves her pom-poms in the air, jumping up and down. <laughs> I do some finger guns to all my lovely supporters. Yeah, your click does the, like, fake swoon as if they're hit by the finger guns. <laughs> and as the final announcements finish up, you reach the countdown to the start of the match. Three, two, one... Begin! So, Bane Kitten is a backup singer, but one of the two main dancers of the team. So she's probably just going to start feeling the beat, doing a bit of a shuffle as she learns the beat. And she's been training in dance battles with Kyle. So she's going to start off soft. She's going to save the b-boy for later and start with the classic, um, I think in hip hop, they call them steps. So she's going to be stepping to the beat. Sure, sure. Are you doing it just in the staging area, or are you using any of the, of the equipment for now? Uh, staging area, I think. All right. Sounds mm -hmm. good. I think since you're not directly engaging with Disco David Bowie yet, we're probably going to roll that as a straight dance like you want to win to start with. Okay. Which stat do you think would most fit the, what you're trying to do right now? I think I'm going to do superior and basically why I'm doing Superior is I think she's assessing David. Bane's a bit of a reactor. She doesn't want to pull all her cards out just yet. Ooh, sure. It's a nine. That's a hit. All right. So on a nine with Dance Like You Want to Win, you gain one cool point and you get to choose one option from the Dance Like You Want to Win list. What would you like? 
think for now I'm gonna gain an additional cool point. All right, yeah, I think that makes sense. You're you're starting off with stuff that you know, stuff that you're comfortable with, and stuff that you know how to make look really impressive. So yeah, yeah. So I think you're probably like taking the time to watch David as you go, but I think you're you're also really focused on your technique and making sure that it's something that will impress your audience. All the basic steps that we definitely know the names of here. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you're going to get a lot of applause for that. You're going to get a big spike in likes as the audience is clearly here for it. They're very impressed. Your parents are, are cheering. Your mom is yelling obscenities from the back row in a very passionate way. <laughs> That's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and Disco David Bowie, how are you, how are you doing in the meanwhile? Definitely, it's that, you know, like the funk song starts up and it's the snapping, the fingers, nodding, the heads are starting to move. And then the music, as it's starting to get into its its main part, he starts sliding backwards on these roller skates. You know that uh, classic gift that you see everywhere of like slowly tossing out the money uh, while they're like crouching down? But (laughs) going to be dropping little balls of light surrounding Bane Kitten. Wow. Like just floating there for now or or doing anything? Uh, I'm almost like I'm making Bane Kitten like a a highlighted stage. Like I'm making a circle around them. Okay. (laughs) You got to get yourself into the music. So it almost feels like you're helping Bane Kitten's performance right now. (laughs) Yeah. Disco David Bowie cannot help it. When you see talent, you got to lift it up. Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I like to use uh, freak, I think, because I'm trying to get my my powers to really highlight them. Yeah, sure, definitely. You can roll basically unleash your powers, and we'll add the dance like you want to win options to it. Oh, and nine, <laughs> nine and nine, very good. On a seven to nine, you can either mark condition, or the GM will let you know how your effect is unstable or temporary. Which would you prefer? I, I love for this to be unstable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, we know how little subtlety Disco David Bowie has and how little consciousness of just how much they shine and the things that they make shine. So I think this is probably after the initial like oohs and ahs is probably just going to get way too bright. Um, <laughs> Step into the lights. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably going to uh, start not blinding Bane Kitten, but definitely making it harder to see. So for that, you are also going to get your cool point still because it started cool at least. Nice. And you can get one other option from the Dance Like You Want to Win list. We're starting off. We're just building it up. I'll, I'll, I'll give myself an additional cool point right now. All right. I, all right. Yeah, I think even though it's like not going 100% well for you right now, it's still impressive. People still love tricks with light. <laughs> Yeah. It's maybe less impressive to people watching on the live stream because it's blowing out the cameras, but the people who are live in person are loving it. Well, you can still (laughs) see Disco David Bowie because the light reflecting off of them is reflecting off of their silver sequins, and they're transforming accidentally into this disco ball. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're, you're dotting the entire park. Even though it's like middle of the day, you're bright enough that you're, you're adding a lot to it. Some video tech in the background is just screaming and so ruining the feed. <laughs> There's just a bunch of people angrily saying WTF in the chat. <laughs> Put the feedback on. 
<laughs> there are people who are like spamming like just rows and rows of white squares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few p- people are writing F, just F. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> F to the stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are you dealing with this big kitten? Uh, squinting harshly mm-hmm. to the light. And then I feel like I got to get out of there. So I'm going to use some of my super strength and try to jump. So I guess that would be freak. Yeah, I think that would be another unleash your powers. I know there's super a fun freak, song called super Freak. <laughs> oh, it's a 12, a full hey. hit. So you do exactly what you want. Uh, describe this glorious leap. So first, it's just like this growing area of light. And then she just kind of shoots up in the air and does like, I don't know, one of those diver flips. You know, they do like a twirl. And then uh, she lands perfectly in front of the light. All backlit and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. (laughs) In that cool jump down action pose where they've got one leg extended and her fist is on the ground. Oh my God. Are there fireworks too? Oh yeah. Yes, there are. (laughs) And it's like an illusion type of magic. So it's just like very harmless. Like just that kind of thing. (laughs) She's learning to love the fireworks power side of Mm -hmm. herself. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of oohs and ahs again in the crowd, even from some of your your opponent's people in the crowd, I think. (laughs) You must admire greatness when you see it. Yeah, exactly, because I think Disco David Bowie has encouraged their friends to see the greatness all around them, so I think it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, all about lifting up. It's great. So yeah, so you have your one cool point for that, uh, and you get two options from the list. I think even though... DDB didn't intend that. Angie's still going to take it as a threat. So first thing, I'm going to get an additional cool point. Yeah. And then I'm going to rattle my opponent and inflict a condition. Ooh, yes. (laughs) What condition would you like to inflict? Uh, I will inflict... Hmm. Insecure. I think that makes sense. Disco David Bowie, you may be a little insecure right now. Should I have come here? Was I ready? Is the place from this stage meant for me or is it for another? I must see this through, but my heart is shaken. And what I'm going to do is use Kirby Craft to use my super sweet neon roller skates to fly up and what I want them to do and who knows if this will be the case but the plan is to hold my arms out as I lift myself and like I start flying into the air coming out of this massive ball of light that's currently emitting by accident it was too much but just like emerge out of it arms stretched and then start just dancing in the air oh yeah 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 (laughs) Okay, I was wondering what your Kirby craft would be, too. This is great. <laughs> I think that's going to be another Unleash Your Powers. Don't fail me now. Yeah! <laughs> oh, nice. That actually worked. So that was a 10. That was beautiful. You sail into the air, just as intended. It's very ethereal. You hit a part of the song, even, where the beat starts to slow down, and there's a sense of awe as you dance in the air. Feel it. 
feel it, everyone. Feel the funky beats in your body. And, uh, all right, so there's two from the cool list. Yes, so you get your one default point and two more. I think this went so well, whereas uh, DDB expected the uh, the roller skates, as they are prone to do, uh, explode with far too much edible glitter as it's their, their fuel source. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't happen it just it it lifted him up so he gains the additional cool point from this and uh what he's going to do is unintentionally i I think this ethereal move will rattle his opponents as well oh saucy what condition would you like to inflict i would like to have inflict hopeless (laughs) oh harsh but fair all right, so how are you reacting to this display of power from a Disco David Bowie? Mm, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. But I think Angie's getting a little mad. And uh, you know what? Let's do it. I think she's going to use her game face move. Ooh. And that's when I commit yourself to save someone or defeat a terrible enemy, mark a condition, and take plus one ongoing to all roles in direct pursuit of that goal. Hmm terrifying enemy indeed (laughs) at the end of any scene in which you don't make progress towards that goal mark a condition when you fulfill your goal mark potential so I'm gonna mark angry as my condition bit of a risk for me but Mm -hmm. yes we'll see all right and what do you think this looks like as you get your game face on uh, sorry, Lucas, uh, go over what... D- are you just, like, covering me in glitter? Is is that uh, I'm, what's I'm happening? I'm currently floating above you with these neon roller skates and just dancing above you as the light's reflecting off of me. Uh, I expected these to explode with a lot of edible glitter because that's their fuel source, but it didn't go wrong, so that didn't end up happening. Okay. So is it just okay. a light shower of glitter? <laughs> yeah, there might be some. It's like the exhaust is coming out. <laughs> Yeah, so um, since we like to draw an anime inspiration around here, there's definitely going to be a shot of her hands clenching into fists and like a close up of her face, like her brows furrowing. And she does like a scowl of determination up at Disco David, who is just grooving, having a good time up there. And she's going to look around at all of the things and she can't fly but she can probably do some pretty sick tricks. Mm-hmm. So she's going to try and set off on her heelys and do some kind of cool skateboard flip move that looks really cool, but I don't know anything about skateboarding, so just use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like, again, a straight dance like you want to win. Since you're just doing a flip on your own, you're not like flipping at Disco David Bowie, right? That's right, yeah. Angie's had enough direct battles and she's cool with showing off what she can do without hurting another person because there's been quite enough of that. Oh, for sure. Life lately. So she's, that's where she's at. But uh, yeah, oh, so right. she wants to defeat DDB with the power of her dancing. I like that. Yeah, so she's going to attempt to go on one of the ramps and use her heelys to to slide up there and probably do something where she can easily hold herself up upside down and, like, for a period of time, because she's strong, 
and yeah. uh, be able to slide back down with like a ballet pose or something. <laughs> Very cool. You can roll that as a dance like you want to win. And uh, do you want to roll that with your superior or your danger? Because I think either stat would be good for that. I'm going to go with danger. So it is a dangerous stunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So hear me hear me out, Aaron. But like I yeah. could do Unleash My Powers too because my thick and thin skinned ability as the bull allows me to take plus one on going to Unleash My Powers. You and then could? my game face also does a plus one. So I would cancel out my hopeless, but it's up to you if you want to let me get away with that. Or I think anything works at that point because you'd be getting two from your danger, two from your freak or two from your superior at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's whatever you it's just... want flavor wise, I think at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go with danger. All right. Change it up. Don't let oh. me down. Roll 20. <laughs> oh, seven. Respectable that, seven. That counts still as not hit. letting you down. <laughs> yeah, still a hit. Yeah, yeah. So that's a seven. So you get your one cool point and you get your one option. I'm going to gain an additional cool point this time around. All right. Because that was incredible. <laughs> I think it fits. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the only downside is, like, again, you're so focused on this move that Disco David Bowie has a lot of room to do whatever they want in the meanwhile. <laughs> but you're, yeah, you're exactly. impressing. You're getting yeah. so many likes. You're getting so many cheers. Freddy's shooting off so many nerf bullets. Hmm. Yeah, there's actually like a few that fall by me for yeah. some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's power like he's trying to doesn't help. block them because they're. Yeah. Why would a yeah. power barrier block nerf? <laughs> yeah. It only blocks magic. So there, it's there's weird. some government official that's sitting there going, "My God, it went right through." <laughs> there's there's some material in the styrofoam. <laughs> Freddy has powers this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you pull off this incredible move and you get your, your slide down the ramp and you end up in a cool pose at like the bottom of the ramp and a roar of cheers comes from the crowd. Apologies once again for the interruption. The feed from the free running park has been temporarily pulled. This request came from officials at C Sharp. The reason given was assessment of a potential threat to national security. We will resume the broadcast of this match once we've received the go-ahead to do so. For now, we'll take a short break before returning with more coverage from our other matches. With any luck, we should be able to sort out the technical issues with the Mirrorball's feed during the break as well. I'm Melody Parsons for Cadence Idol News Network. We'll be right back after these messages. so much for listening to Super Idols RPG. And thanks to the wonderful cast of today's episode. Valerie slash Violence Violent was played by Dana Alexa, who can be found on Twitter at AuthorX. Angie slash Bane Kitten was played by T. Jaden slash Elementum was played by Drac, who can be found on Twitter at Draconics. Alan slash Queen Bee was played by Luca, who can be found on Twitter at QueenBee. 15160871. Lucia slash Trixie was played by Liv Chavez, who can be found on Twitter at Live in a Day. Special guest commentator Melody Parsons was voiced by Nancy Situ, who can be found on Twitter at XDevlin. Special thanks as well to all our tournament guest players for this episode. 
The Saint of Roses, was played by Keith Asada, who can be found on Twitter at Keith Asada. Blue Stallion was played by Lance Rando, who can be found on Twitter at Bibliophage413. Radiant Tiara was played by Ayumi Shinozaki, who can be found on Twitter at Ayushinos. Disco David Bowie was played by Lucas, who can be found on Twitter at Earl of Winnipeg. And Selena Tsukino was played by Alexis Sarah, who can be found on Twitter at Transcomics. Dialogue, cleanup editing, and structuring for this episode was done by Kathleen Childs, whose work can be found on the Sword of Symphonies and Roar to Heaven podcasts at peachgardengames.com. GMing, final editing, and mastering for this episode was done by me, Aaron Cerise. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron Cerise, and you can find more information and art for Super Idols on our website at superidolsrpg.wordpress.com. This campaign is played using Masks, a new generation, written by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games, with custom moves by Aaron Cerise and Zach P. Our ending theme is Born to Drive Me Crazy Instrumental by Humans Win, and is under license from Storyblocks.com. Some music and sound effects in this episode appear under a Creative Commons license, including tracks by The Disco Participation Matrix, Valentin Sosnitsky, Cunning Gnome, Timber, Lick and Riff, Tim Kahn, and the Sly Five Band. More details on these tracks can be found in the show notes for this episode. All other incidental music and sound effects for this episode are licensed from storyblocks.com and freesound.org. Thank you all for listening. Stay well. And goodbye until next time. <laughs>